I'll keep talking. I don't know if you got it. Okay, yeah, no. I was just making sure it's registering both of them. Yeah, Perfect. You know? But yeah. But no, see, that's, I saw that. I was like, that's dope. But that's the thing that was like, I like watching that stuff. But if I was there, I'd have been the guy just like, oh, yeah, you guys have a great time. Like, <laughs> I would be cheering everybody on, but I was like, I'd be in the cut. I just yeah. Like, yeah, I'm it's, it's fun. That's just my personality, yeah, though. Yeah, no, it's fun, though, getting the opportunity to do that. Like, yeah. Especially because when we're not involved, like, it's not about us pr- primarily. Yeah. Then it's like we can just kind of sit back and enjoy it in whatever capacity we want. We can be super hands-on and jump on stage with everybody and have yeah. a good time. Or we can be laid back and, like, just chilling on the backside of everything. What do you prefer? I guess, or is it more of in the moment thing? It's kind of in the moment. Like, yeah. when I showed up, I was like, nah, I'm chilling. <laughs> I'm going to just, like, chill back here. And then me and Jalen, then he ran and jumped on stage. Yeah, I saw you on stage. That's what I saw. Yeah, yeah. so I was, like, just chilling for a little while. And then I ran into some people I knew. We went closer to the stage. There was more people there. And yeah. So then, and then the boys just started playing absolute heat. Like they were playing oh, house it? music. They were playing. So what's house, house music? Because like just to, so I get more clarity yeah. on it. Yeah. So house music is very like four on the floor, which is like yeah. one, two, three, okay. four. It's about in like the one twenty-ish BPM range. It can be okay, like okay. one twenty-two to mm. one twenty-eight. But it's that when people say that aren't familiar with it, they think of like EDM music. Yeah. It's just the boom, boom. Boom, boom. That's primarily what house music is. Okay, okay, okay. And so there's, like, all these different genres of it, but it's got, like, that steady beat. Like, you'll recognize it when you kind of learn what it is. Okay, okay, okay. And so the boys were playing that, which, like, normally doesn't get played there too often. Really? So, yeah. It's just primarily, like, a top 40 hip-hop crowd. And so for them to be able to play that, it was, like, super dope. A lot of the staff that were out that were off work were like, yeah. this is such a vibe. We never get to hear so stuff they just like stay this. They were stay You know it's a good, if there's oh, like yeah. get off work, it's like, I don't even want to go home. Yeah, exactly. I'll just stay here for a and little bit. And it was like, all three of them, so Joseph, Dave, Danny, all just like uh, rotating in and out, floating. Me and Jalen were living it up, so yeah. It was super I like fun that. Time, yeah. That yeah. was dope. Yeah, I was like, Jalen posted something that's like that poor stage, and I just saw then <laughs> like the next slide <laughs> was, was like everybody on it. Five of us on that stage like, jumping poor stage. around. Just like, dancing, too. Nobody's like worried about it. Like, no. We, we fall, we fall, brother. It is Yo, what it is. We were all going down together if that yeah, was the exactly. case. Yeah, exactly. Like, in the moment, it was super tight <laughs> having all of us up there together. I don't well, yeah. know how we all fit up there, but yeah. It was God. God willed it. That's what it was. God made it so. He's like, this is happening. We'll give y'all 30 minutes of sturdiness, and there then y'all go. all get off After the that, like, listen, you're testing it too yeah, much now. exactly. But no, that's dope. Like, I saw that, that's a whole different vibe for you, then, is you're able to enjoy your friend's music. Yes. At the same time. Because I think it just speaks volumes. You come home. You're not even, you come there, you're tired. Like, you want to, you can pull up, you're, but you're right. at the same time, you're like, I'm probably just going to grab a drink, chill for a little bit, so, yeah, and then probably yeah. dip. Super. And then it turns into, like, we're partying. Right. So I think, that, yeah, I think that speaks a lot like just kind of well, more the community that you guys got over there. Yeah, definitely. I mean, like we always try to pull up and support any time that we can yeah. that it doesn't one hinder our physical and mental health. Mm-hmm. And two, that there's an opportunity to support them and engage. With oh, absolutely. Doing, I know I always feel more comfortable when I see people and familiar faces and other DJs, you know, that See, are that's a good point. So nobody says what you just said out loud a lot. People think it. Yeah. Or they don't even realize that's what they're feeling. Right. If that makes sense. It's like, it's like, no, bro, even if it's just the one person. Yeah, man. Like, that's why they always ask, like, your one, it's like, hey, bro, come out me, get a drink or something. Right. Like, it's just, it literally takes that one person to boost the confidence. Yeah, absolutely. That's it. That's all it takes. Man, like, so I actually had a perfect example of that. Uh, last Sunday, I played a Rhythm and Brunch at the Collective. Yeah. I need to go to that. I need to do that so bad, oh man. man. We, we should pull up today sometime if you're free or oh, yeah, next I'm week free. sometime. I'm oh free yeah. all day today. Let's roll through there. I'll roll up like this. I, I actually got to go over there. I left my ID. I think I lost my ID. And every time I called them, they put me on hold forever. <laughs> yeah, we'll go talk to somebody over there. Talk to <laughs> one of the managers. But yeah, I was playing there last Sunday. And everybody had gone out and did the whole yeah. party thing on Saturday. So everybody was super tired, taking some self-care for themselves. I mm-hmm. was like, I totally understand. I had the four-hour set, though. So it was just me. That building was kind of hot. I was tired. I was worn out from yeah. the whole weekend. But then I had one dude that always shows love, always shows support, Terrence. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, super great guy. He Is he just up. like another DJ or? So he he's a DJ in training. He really okay, wants okay, to okay. learn. He's been involved for a long time. I he's bet. like super dancer. He's always in Fassler Hall. Like he's okay, like okay. my energy guy. If I need something from him, nice. I'll drop some like super like dance cuts and he'll jump out there and start breaking get everyone out. going yeah he takes that one person man, just one person just yeah one person. but he pulled up with me on sunday and he was there for like two hours and yeah just super kicked it we chatted he watched me play he like asked me questions stuff like that so those types of things i was super tired but in that moment 
like you said, it just took that one person to kind of give me that little. You felt you were able to feed off his energy. I know it sounds bad saying that out loud. No, but that's what it was. He has an infectious energy. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe feeds like he has an effect. Like it's going to like give you a little boost in that moment. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what it was. And I was Tom Brady effect makes everyone around you better. I don't even. I can't talk about Tom Brady, but you're not a Tom Brady fan. Yo, I'm a Falcons fan. You are that on record. Yeah. Nice. I'm a Patriots it's fan. <laughs> it's not nice. <laughs> I think we're going to have to cut this Is short. Bro. Three and twenty-eight was out. I'm gonna have to leave. I don't <laughs> want to see you for the next two weeks. I just, yeah. That's a fun fact. I did not know that. Yeah, All right, man. I I try not to air that out too much. We're, <laughs> we're struggling a little bit. A little nah, bit. they're trying. Listen, they're they're. It's the beginning makings right now because I like football. I love football. Let me yeah. take that back. They're, that in the next like two three years, it's gonna be a different team. Yeah, that's, that's why they dropped. That's why they dropped Matty Ice. Like it's it's yeah. full rebuild at this they point. Did. Once they got rid of, they're Julio, releasing the past. Hurt yeah, for me like super hurt. But they have to lo- they have to remove that identity. That's what it is. Like just get away. We're not that yeah. team no more. They got to restart it. from Pret- everything. Pretend it don't exist. Yeah. Anyways, my bad. Continue. No, no, no. You good? Um, what was I saying? Uh, we're talking about uh Terrence. Terrence, yeah. yeah. So Terrence pulled up and. He just is one of those cats. There's a few of them that run around and always show love, but yeah. he's just one of them that has, like, that real infectious energy. It's like he's happy to be there. He wants to chop it up. He's asking questions, but not in, like, a bothering you way. Yeah. It's like I do something, and he's like, oh, I see what you did. Or, like, you could try this. Or like, he's always I'll watching. Try, yeah, just yeah. really watching and learning, and that's something that we're starting to see a lot of from a lot of people that want to get involved. And so Jalen's really been – publicizing it like hey if you're interested in djing if you have dj questions if you're looking for gigs things like that because to us it's a big community it's a big family we want to be accepting for all of these different people and so we feel like it shouldn't djing shouldn't be gatekept by a group of people or by a single why do you think gatekeeping happens why yeah i mean that's a loaded ass question yeah i mean i think a lot of it is it's it could be the status that DJing gives people okay. or the persona that they the think persona, that it yeah. gives them. Or it could be they're just so in love with it, like they just feel like other people won't give it the respect that it deserves. Mm. I've heard that a lot. Like, So they're leading out of fear on a lot of stuff. A little bit, yeah, yeah. absolutely. I definitely think I that mean, that's human nature. Though. I want to clarify. I'm right. not, like, pointing anybody out for no. that. Like, it's human nature to lead out of fear on yeah. stuff like – and this is something that Jalen and I talked about. It's like everybody wants to be a DJ, and we want to give everybody the opportunity to try it. A like lot of creative voices out there. Yeah, exactly. And to me, it's it's art. It's expression. Like yeah. these people feel like they can express themselves through this act and through yeah. this performance. Let's let them do it. Yeah, because you, know? you never know what you're gonna hear exactly. through like through that performance with that act. Right. Because that's something I've like already just noticed between you and DJ mm. or not DJ <laughs> Jalen. My bad. Yeah. Um. Is it is like. You guys have similarities, but it is different voices. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and we approach DJing differently. Exactly. And yeah. the, the mindset that when we're playing is very different. Mm-hmm. We have very similar styles. I mean, I learned a lot from him and got to watch him for a long time before I jumped back into the game. Yeah. And so to see the similarities between us, but yet you can tell what he's – I mean, I can personally tell from watching him so much. I can tell what he's thinking and where he's going and what yeah. he's feeling, and he can do the same for me. And we just kind of have that communication when you've done it so many times. Mm-hmm. You know what they're feeling in that moment yeah. and how they're doing that. But when you see somebody else that hasn't done it before, it's like you get to watch them and see how they react to certain situations yeah. and how they choose their songs and how they bring things in and how they read the see crowd. and See MC. them figure it out themselves. Yes, yeah, exactly. So does that, like, make you excited to see somebody, like, 100%. like watch their light bulb moment? Yes. I Like, I love it because this is – a conversation I've had with multiple people when it comes to DJing and music for me it's an energy feeling okay. it's like a I want I love that moment I love the way that music speaks to me mm-hmm. and I love the way that I interact with the crowd yeah and when I see people have their own moment like that I I feel so fulfilled because it's like they <laughs> get that pure energy you know of, what they're feeling I in that know moment. what you're you, feeling you're, and I'm like so it's, it's like, like a high yeah. it's like just that rush of everything absolutely and, so I would think that by gatekeeping people from having that experience, like they never know what they may fall in love with. They never know if they may want to pursue DJing as a career yeah. or they try it and they just never have that spark. They never have the connection and they just hate it, there. but at least they tried it. Exactly. Yeah. And that's I think that's the key is like, exactly. we need to get away from the, you have to try something and be an expert at it. Yeah. Like immediately. Right. Like, like that you're is going to be terrible at everything. That you you're first going try. to suck. Exactly. Like, Pr- 
matter of fact, prepare for sucking. D- don't prepare for doing well. At That's all. not going to happen. Suck at everything that you exactly. do. Exactly. You know I mean? But if there's interest and there's passion behind it, yeah. and, you know, it's something that you want to. It's try. not going to be work. It's not going to be a grind. Right. Yeah. You're just going to get it done. Yeah. That's the biggest thing. Like I would say, like for the podcast, like not to like make it about me because it's not about no, me, but right. like is every episode like I'll spend probably an hour longer than I need editing. <laughs> yeah. Just because I'm like, well, that sounds terrible. And then I realize, like, I just started. It's I can only make this sound so good with what I have right yeah, now. Yeah, so absolutely. Like, what am I squeezing out? I'm I'm squeezing nothing right now. Well, the the thing about that too that I want you to keep in mind that I have to remind myself even to this day is, you're putting something out there. You are taking that mm-hmm. step to express yourself yeah. and your art and your creative side. A lot of people don't take that step and they regret it 10, 20, 30 years yeah, later. Yeah, I, I don't want that. Exactly. Like it's so like badly, do not want that. No matter what you think or what people think about it and you're like it's not up to this standard it's not up to this standard the fact that you have the mindset that's like you know i'm just going to work with what i got i'm gonna put it out there i'm gonna yep. express myself and it's gonna build because you can't build from nothing oh, you absolutely. gotta start with something exactly. so even this like i was super happy to be a part of it i'm like yeah uh-huh. dude come on I, that's one thing like i noticed is like is I, kn- I knew i fucked with you guys whenever i was seeing you guys post stuff on instagram and i was like all right, I want to go record something now. <laughs> yeah, no. It's like it turned around. I was like, I want to go. And it wasn't like a competition thing. It was more like I respect it. They're having fun doing what they want to do. That's the part right there. And I know I want to keep recording. Pot. Like I have ideas all the time. Like yeah. The other day I was sitting on the couch and I was like, they don't do movie commentary no more. Like, you know, back in the day you could watch a movie and they the director don't. explains why they did this decision. Yeah. And, you know, it would be him and like maybe two of the actors. It's not the full cast, but, you know. And they all just watch the movie, and all you hear is their voice talking about the scenes. And I was just like, what do they do, like, a, a comedic take on that? You ever just watch a oh horror yeah, movie? And you're like, why did they scream like that? Why did she run like that? You know, crack it, Joe. Just crack it, yeah. And just, talk, like, yeah, Yo. make fun of it or just say, oh, it's weird. Why do they even make it look That's like that? That's the whole idea right and there. And it's just an audio-only podcast where it's just that. And then we tell, like, hey, start the movie at 2 minutes and 36 seconds. If you want, If you want to watch it with us. But that's the timestamp. Yo, I know this is audio and you can't see my facial reaction right now, <laughs> but my eyes are huge. That's a genius idea. It'd be fun. It'd be it'd be hilarious. You might have to cut that out and like just post that as an idea because <laughs> that is, bro, that is such a good idea. Like, bro. That's something I would listen to too because it's a whole different spin. It's somebody else's interpretation yeah. and it's not super serious and you're not overanalyzing stuff. Yeah. Like, yo, let's just enjoy this movie like you and a couple homies just watching it oh. and taking it from that surface level but also like – you each get a different perspective on everything. Exactly. Yeah. So like I just I remember like in we'll have to look it up like after the recording. But there is. Have you seen the? It's been like four of them now. But the first Godzilla when they like remade it and everything. I don't think so. But yeah, I have to show you. There's a bus driver scene in it, <laughs> and Godzilla's coming towards this bridge, yeah. and it, everyone's just like staring at Godzilla, like oh you know oh shit like yeah. this giant monster is not gonna just plow through. It just picked up a giant warship and tossed it. Right. And everyone's just staring at it, and it cuts to this bus driver. He has these kids, and he just he looks, he sees Godzilla, and it just cuts to his foot on the pedal. Him <laughs> going, just go, he just guns it, and literally, there's just he's like, if they people in front of him don't move, they're getting run over. Yeah. And I remember being in the theater with my home my homeboy Jamal, and we were dying. <laughs> like my stomach hurt. I I didn't life. remember what happened in the last ten minutes of that movie because like. There are 10 minutes after that because I just couldn't stop laughing. So stuck on the bus driver scene. I was just saying, I was like, the director knew exactly what he was doing when he edited and cut that in there because that's what everyone should be reacting like. Nobody's doing it. Everybody's like sitting there watching him. And And I was just like, that's where the idea hit me. I was like, why? Like, that was content. That's literally a podcast. 100%. That's like, I don't know. And I love doing that too just because I like. I'm going to get these jokes off no matter what. I like to talk during movies. Yeah. I don't get crap. I'm not annoying with it. No, but, like, if but something like, happens in the movie, I'm like, we're not going to pretend like that wasn't just terrible, right? Yeah. Like, wh- come on, man. I feel you. That's like, even the Marvel movies, like, we're not going to pretend like Thanos didn't look like, you know, a blurry dot just now. Come on now. Let's. Bro. All I that infinite budget. They still didn't. They still messed that up. That's what's <laughs> so funny to be like, in Black Panther, the first movie, the scene where he's fighting the, uh, I can't remember what's his name. But he's fighting in that little waterfall. It's a little like. Oh, we fight Michael B. Jordan. Yeah, it looked really. Michael B. Jordan, go ahead. Well, before that, but no, 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 it was before. It was the the beginning of the fight. But you see one of the people in the stands, right? And everyone's wearing traditional garment, and then you see a guy wearing Nikes. I never caught that. 
I well that's that's the yeah. things like that we'll catch because we'll go back and watch because I watch a lot of movies yeah and we'll catch that and it wasn't bad or anything it was just funny it was just like no matter how big the budget is no matter how like well combed the movie can be mm-hmm. something something there's gonna always that one person through yeah <laughs> that something's gonna slip through and it's just like it was funny but like I wonder like if they noticed it and it was just too late to cut it. But it Disney's be, yeah. also not afraid to go back and cut movies that are 30 years old. Exactly. Because they've done that Disney to avoid the racist stuff that they used to do. All the money <laughs> in the world and can try to erase their past. Like those three racist crows from Dumbo? Yes. There's that don't exist in the new movie? And then the cartoon that's uploaded on Disney Plus, also they don't exist. They edited it out. I did not know that. Yeah, see, listen, Disney's not as nice as y'all think. Hope I never get sponsored by Disney because this going to come back. But... <laughs> I don't know. Disney, Disney's got their own thing. They're trying to buy every single company on the planet right now. So, oh, fuck. Didn't they buy like a Fox or something for an yeah, obscene amount of money? It's ridiculous. I wish I had that much money to buy a company. That's what I think. Me, I don't know. I'd buy a company with it, but I just I would like to have that amount of money and see oh what yeah. would happen. Me and uh, Shelby, Jalen's wife, actually, yeah. we were just hanging out one time at one of the sets, and we had that conversation. I was like, man, what if you had the amount of money that like Elon Musk has, like to just buy a company? Oh, it was yeah. when Elon Musk bought Twitter. Or was, was in the process Twitter. of yeah. buying Twitter. That fell apart. Yeah. But you're like, imagine you just like wake up on a Tuesday and you got that kind of money. You're like, you know, I kind of want to buy Twitter. Like, that's obscene to imagine. Also, buying Twitter gives you so much more power than just the fact that you bought Twitter. Yeah. Are you on Twitter? Fuck. Uh, I, I mean, I'm, I have it, but it's really like, it's that community. Like, I share, like, oh, that was funny. Twitter is terrible. And I love it at the it's same unfiltered. time. It's so unhinged. Never open it at a work computer. Oh. Like, it's a wrap. You're going to scroll past something you're not supposed to look at. I find the funniest things on Twitter, and I find the most obscene, like, makes me pray Pro- for humanity things. Horrific things, like, terrible. terrible. I've yeah. seen cartel stuff that I, like, I'm, I don't know if I even really should describe it, but, like. But yeah, no, and they just let it go. They just let it fly on there. It's just a, and they don't remove it. And no. if it does get removed, it doesn't matter. It's been shared so many, like, you'll be able to find it somewhere, somewhere else. Yeah, you search it. two words and you can pull it up. I'm like, yeah. this is nuts. <laughs> no. I use my Twitter as, like, I think I might have told you this. Just, like, low-key inside jokes. Yeah. So there's, like, no context to 90% of my tweets. Because they're just inside really? jokes that happen in the moment. Yeah. I, I need to follow you on Twitter. Yo, they're so random. My last tweet was, like, hey, Ricky, are you going to lamppost? Because me and Jalen heard some dude yell that in the parking lot yesterday and it was just so funny to us he just kept yelling ricky 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 trying to get his attention is the lamppost pop popping like that i guess so we don't know it's i not. guess him and ricky were rolling through there but that's what my twitter is it's just <laughs> a random inside joke so if anybody checks out my twitter you don't understand it that's why yeah you're not supposed to you're not supposed to you can't stay there. focused on it but yeah like it's one of those things like yeah twitter is like it's but it's, it's twitter was built for that yeah. That literally, that exa- it's, oh, that's happening in the moment. Let me talk about it real right. quick. Yeah. But then it's just gotten to a point now where it's been around so long. It's, I mean, it's yeah. a madhouse. But it always it evolves. and ch- that's, that's always interesting to me is, like, something so basic electronically mm-hmm. that has, like, three or four features turns into what it turns into as, like, people who, is like, pack things with features are yeah. terrible. You need, like, two or three things that people really, really use and then allow freedom. Yeah. And, and that's it. Let it run. Let, let it become its own thing. Sell it at the right moment before it becomes too crazy. That's and then the it becomes right another there. company's problem. Exactly. <laughs> and you're just the guy who created this cool thing that this company ruined, even though it was probably going to happen regardless of who owned it. When it gets that corporate title and people start trying to look for the next low-key it's thing. It's easy to call the corporate company evil, which they do do evil shit. But yeah. But you know, it's it's th- that blame game's easy. Right. But like, people forget the guy who created Twitter is the guy who's been running Twitter forever. Yeah. So. So. Anyways, uh, Jack Dorsey, right? Yes. I no, forget his, no, it's Jack. I forget his last name. It might be Dorsey. I want. I feel no, like that's not right. I feel like that's not. I feel like just because we said Jalen and you said Shelby, I feel like that's maybe why I said that. I don't know. It it seems right, but it doesn't. I know his name's Jack though. It is I definitely Jack. It's Jack. It's Jack yeah. something. But, but yeah, for sure, man. He wears beanies in the summer. He's that guy. Yo. But I guess if you're a billionaire, you can do whatever you want. <laughs> well, I guess depending on what your summers are like too. Huh. Like a summer here, I would. Stroke out in minutes, oh, put a especially on. now. Yo, it's especially now, so bad, terrible. So, what's some other things you would do other than buy Twitter? I'm other just curious. I want to go down this rabbit oh, hole. Man, I know I've it's like that one of those gets a fun question, but like, yeah, I've been down this rabbit hole so much. Uh, I don't know, man. I there's, I think the thing is like, what would I do first? Yeah, I would. 
probably like set my family up straight, you know, do that, make sure everything's taken care of with them. And then low key move to the middle of nowhere (laughs) and just come around when I wanted to come around. I'm a super recluse, introverted person by nature. And so I could get that fulfillment somewhere else, but I would just be like, just by the most foul place and like, Scandinavia or something, <laughs> just duck off. Don't tell nobody. Live Where's he there. at? And he just pop up on a random just Saturday, pop up on like a Wednesday or something. What's like up, guys? Stroll through town. What's up? Go get some yeah. brunch. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> That's exactly what I would do. Because people got so many questions, like people trying to ask me. I just moved, and people are like, yeah. "Where'd you move to?" I'm like, "Don't worry about it." <laughs> like not Bro, like that. You know why though, right? It's because you're so to yourself. Yeah. It's the people like people want to. People are nosy as shit. Yeah. And I, I, I want to say, like, it's with good intent, but I don't think people realize – I don't think they're zero intent. I yeah. don't think people realize they, like, no, why did you – you don't even need to know that. Why did you even ask? <laughs> yeah. No, like, I mean, it is cool. I tell the homies and stuff. Well, no, no, I'm not saying, like, you have to keep it to yourself. No, but, no, like, that's what yeah. I think that's what fuels people's, like, curiosity is just, right. like, you don't even want to know. You just, like – it's almost like your body has to know. Yeah, and yeah. you're just curious. And yeah. I'm one of those people, too, that, like, it's funny. Me and Jalen have this conversation. He tells people my business and stuff. Not, like, on a <laughs> – Telling people my dirt level, but I just hear him like saying that, but like not meaning it. Yeah, no, it's, 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 yeah. it's not malicious at all. Yeah, it's yeah. just one of those. He's like, Hey, look at what Brad's doing. I'm like, You know that I'm just chilling, ducked off over here. Don't oh, let yeah. nobody know anything about me. Oh, yeah. He's mentioned like here on the podcast where he's mentioned, like, Oh, yeah, I was chilling Brad when he was working on some mixes. I was like, Oh, am I supposed to Man, know that? Am I supposed he, to know that? <laughs> yo, he does it all the time. I will be sending him stuff like mixes or routines or whatever and then i'll see it like two weeks later he'll just air it out he's like, listen, like to this listen to this one this it's a bad it's a bad boy this. right here it's he a bad man like, right here man you can't have nothing nah man i like his in it bro he likes to hype his his friends and he family is, up man. he really he like he's genuinely that is that is that's just who he is man he can't help it he's not it's really not him actively doing it he's yeah. just oh my friend shared something that i really fucking thought was cool yeah i the world needs to know <laughs> But that's why he's gotten to the point that he has, and he's built what he's built, and we've been able to help with that mission yeah. because he's just genuinely accepting of people and genuinely wanting to push the culture forward. I'm so are you, though. Yeah, You're absolutely. very much like that. But that's why we get along so yeah. well and when him and I have those conversations. It's like, what can we do for these people? And, like, what is the fulfillment? That's a big conversation we had mm-hmm. the other night is, like, your fulfillment and your purpose. You know, are you doing – what you feel is right are you chasing something that you feel like you're supposed to be chasing not what you really want to be yeah and so with him and i'm gonna plug him and aiden real quick with the mary posa project Mm -hmm. big like human rights actually coming through next week for that yes so what they're doing is like that's the fulfillment i'm starting to get those are the types of things that are fueling me as a human and i'm like that's what you should double down on then like don't don't chase certain things that you feel like you're supposed to be chasing. I've done that too. I've went after things mm-hmm. that I felt like this is my next step. This is this what is I'm it. supposed to be doing. And then it takes some time for me to analyze the situation and yeah. say, this really isn't for that fulfilling to me. Yeah. And you so then once you try it and you see it and mm-hmm. you start to really analyze the situation, <coughs> you can step back and say, okay, is this feeling great? Do I continue to run in this direction mm-hmm. or do I step back and try something else? Yeah. Because I'm a type of person that tries multiple things. That's why. I can have developed a skill set in a lot of different areas. Yeah. But it's because I, A, either get bored or B, just feel like it's not right. So I want to try something else. Because it goes back to the regret yeah. thing. Like, I don't want to look back in 30, 40 years and say, I wish I would have tried this. I wish yeah. I would have tried that. Because you don't get time back. You don't. So that's the one That's the one, one resource that once it is gone, it is literally gone. gone forever. Even yeah. if you didn't use it, it's gone. So that's another thing. The time you don't use is gone, too. It doesn't it doesn't just exactly. it doesn't get banked or anything like that. Let me clear my nose real quick. Somebody making beats on the door. That's yeah, fire. I love it. You could have sent that in, in an email. We didn't have to have a meeting. I always tell people that. Anyways, yeah, no, my brother's asleep in there, so they're trying to call him, and he's not answering. Wow, fair enough. He, he's asleep. 
Fair enough. But no, uh, he was at a pop up event, uh, dispensary. I think it was like I don't remember where it was at. All I know it was like a two hour drive. So. Oh wow. So and then he came back this morning and he fell asleep. <laughs> <laughs> so he's like, he must have got some crappy sleep. But knowing him, he probably slept in his truck. Just that's uh, not worth the hotel. I'll just sleep in the truck. Sleep in the truck. I know him so well. Man, I know him. I've so done it. Because my dad would do something like that. He's very much like my father. But For sure. No, I mean. But do what you got to do. Do what you do, man. A couple hours not going to kill you. Exactly. You get really I've uncomfortable. I've done it too, man. I was living in Tulsa, driving back and forth up here. I was sleeping in gas stations and stuff. Oh, yeah. Well, he pulls over all the time just to like, he's like, bro, I'd be falling. It's like, I have to pull over, take 20-minute power naps because yeah. I'll fall asleep. I was like, please do. Yeah. Don't ever stop doing that. I ain't trying to exactly. have that shitty phone call with nobody on the phone. Man. I don't want that. Me and Jalen traveling back and forth as much as we did we've had we had to have that conversation with each other like yo pull over like oh no one time me and him were talking i was just like how you're driving bro like you're on the highway for sure you're going at least 80 90 like let's wrap this conversation yeah. up like i'd rather you just focus on that like yeah. if you call somebody else i mean just but don't maybe yeah <laughs> but yeah stuff like that but no. it's like i'm all about like safety bro let's just be safe oh yeah well, we definitely safe. got a lot better at that and now that we're in the city even when yeah. we travel to other places it's like we know our limit and we're not driving that's the benefit like the way you guys share your content as well it's like social media like it's that's another thing people like twitter and Mm -hmm. instagram and like tiktok all of it allows you to share content without having to be there without having to actually physically go do something well to an extent you get my point but it's you guys can share what people are wanting to do things like that so you can cough. It doesn't matter. Oh, it's man. Okay. I was okay. just, like, trying to be. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, no that's not yeah. even something I would edit out. Like, I was just like, if you cough, you cough. Yeah. So, like, that, I'm not even going to edit that out. I love that. Like, I'm going like to leave that super organic. I'm going to leave that in there. Just let it run. But, yeah, no, I was like, I don't want to edit it and make it just, yeah, you get what you get. Yeah. That's, that's the whole point. Like, I want you to feel like you're here. Yeah. So, that's the best way. That's the only thing I could think of. You hear the dishwasher machine in the background, AC uh, kick hey. on, things like that. It's whatever. Absolutely, man. It's the organicness. That's but. Where were we before we got interrupted? Uh, I can't remember. We were talking about. It's not a bad thing, but. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Let's bounce around. Yeah. But yeah, no, it, but like, I think it's one of those things where like, I'll even like using you for an example, like the first, what, maybe the second real conversation we had mm-hmm. um, at the, uh, at the, the March. Yeah. Right. March. It was at the March. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's when we started talking a little bit. And that's when I met Aiden. That's when I kind of like heard everyone's voices. And that's what you're talking about. Like, how do you find? That's what I was going to ask you. You had you had said something. So, how do you find like that balance between somebody who might be under the impression that this isn't for them, but they're showing a lot of promise? Like, you're seeing the potential there, but they're saying, oh, "I don't feel like it's for me." But in reality, like, you, like how do you combat something that's like, oh, "I feel like it might actually be for you," yeah. and they're they're letting a difficult situation deter them from. They're, r- r- they're basically leading by fear at that point. Yeah. They ran into an obstacle. Even though they've shown that they could probably take care of this obstacle, they're choosing to just, just revert and go back to something else. I think. Have you ever, like, observed that and, like, had to be the person yeah. like, nah, keep going, bro. Yeah, 100%. I've had people do it for me, and I've done it for other people. And I think the big thing to remind them is that every like kind of what we talked about everybody sucks when they start yeah everybody is terrible at what they do i listened to something i even did two years ago i'm like i hate that <laughs> and so but the big key is persistence and it's belief in yourself yeah and sometimes you have to be that belief for somebody else i know there are people that we've worked with that they're like oh, i just don't feel like i can do it or mm-hmm. i feel like this or that or they start to back away and it, there's a threshold but for the most part we we try to encourage everybody that we work with because it's like we want you to find whatever it is and if you feel passionate about this thing we want you to chase it we want to do whatever we can to support and help that and when you hit that fear it it really is just like super pep talk you know you got to let them know that you're fully invested in what they're doing and Mm -hmm. that you genuinely care about them like hey what can i do or i noticed this like what if you try this and this may help you overcome this obstacle or if this side of fear is holding you back, you know, try doing this instead. Yeah. You know, or work with these people. You have to change their, their perspective a little yeah. bit. Or not even change it. Give them a different you perspective to look at. That's the one. Yeah. You've got to say, look at it through these lenses. Yeah. We're not 
because when you're so fixated on it, your tunnel vision on the one thing. You have to learn to remove yourself from it almost. Exactly. Yeah. And that's very difficult to do. And that's yeah. why a lot of people get caught up in it. Because you, you have, know? it requires, like, I was listening to the Joe Rogan podcast and they had um, the guy who's playing Shazam. I cannot remember his name to save my life. I But it's so bad as much movies as I watch. I remember the actual characters they yeah. play, though. <laughs> um, he talks about how um, people will like lead through fear or they'll get to a certain point in their life where it's like, oh, that's not like their self-talk is just terrible. Yeah. Like they will convince themselves that they cannot do the thing, yeah. even though they might have previously done it five times, 20 times, 30 times. This one time for some reason is different and it's impossible. Yep. Like uh, that's something I like he just talks about, like getting over that fear of changing your perspective and saying, hey, well, what if it does work out versus what if it you know doesn't work out? Right. Like is is it's that that simple like flipping of the switch. Um, and he said a lot of people their self talk is so bad and that's why they can't let go. Yeah. Like their difficulty is letting go of whatever previous version of them would have dealt with the situation or letting go like like I said removing themselves like you have to let go of it mm. almost like you don't care about it because you see like oh that's all I gotta do. Then you yeah. can go back in and just uh, make the appropriate adjustments and go from there. Right. But letting go is like that first, like, uh, that's the hardest step. But yeah. once you do it. I, I yeah. still struggle with that. Like, even with my yeah. production, like, I can create all of these tracks and things. And then I get stuck on this mixing thing. And I'm like, it doesn't sound the way I want it to sound. It yeah. doesn't sound like this. It doesn't sound like that. And so I just get so caught up in it and I leave it because I'm so yeah. irritated with it. And it takes time for me to, like, play it for somebody else mm -hmm. or let somebody else work on it or pl play it in a different environment play yeah it at my parents house or play it in the car or something like that then i start to really analyze or not over analyze i should say but see it in a different perspective mm -hmm. oh this really isn't that bad or oh it almost sounds different this one thing yeah it sounds a little different it's this that or the other but that's hard to pull yourself out of when you're so tunnel vision and it could be anything it could mm -hmm. be art it could be work it could be school it could be all of these things you feel like you're struggling with. Relationships, every, literally relationship, everything. It, all of these things. But that's why I think having a good community of people around you helps so much. And that's something I've had to learn because I've been so introverted into myself my yeah. entire life that when I started working with Jalen, he introduced me to all of these new people and I collaborated with a bunch of new stuff. I mean, he's the reason we're here today. Exactly. Yeah. So. I've learned that you have to be open to communicating those things with people because they offer a new perspective that you can't always get by yourself. Exactly. And so I think a lot of people struggle with that in their fields. And I would just say, talk to somebody that you trust. Talk to somebody that you know, not a yes man, but somebody that's going to give it to you straight. Mm -hmm. Like, hey, this like really isn't working or this is working and just you just need to look at it through through this side. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that, that's I like that. Like it, it does take a lot for people to understand. Oh, all I had to do was like change my perspective and right and d make this a little adjustment. I was like, oh, I can't do that. Cause that's the thing is, people I think they oh I can't do it. Can't. That's why I said that self talk is so bad. Man. I'm gu I'm guilty of it. Oh, like to too. this day, yeah, I'm guilty still. of it. Like when I'm editing, even like I'll go like I I notice that when I'm not recording, and I want to avoid getting into this rabbit hole. Like not like in the conversation, but like mentally going into it mm -hmm. is. Oh, I should be recording right now. I should be recording. I don't want to be in that mode. Yeah. Because then it's just like every conversation has to be content, and I want to avoid that. Yeah. At all costs. Um, I think there's a balance. Or, or yeah, I guess yeah. get a balance to it. Yeah. Um, use it maybe like oh, a conversation gave me an idea. Right. Yeah, but not necessarily like damn. I wish I would recorded us talking. Yeah. And like I could imagine someone saying it's like, well, we still had a good conversation. It doesn't matter yeah. that it getting recorded. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like I don't want that like my mind to be fixated on this good conversation has to be followed by did I record it? Because mm. then it's just like it's a straight, it's a downhill spiral. And then of like all of these things of like if I would have recorded, I could have done this. And exactly. Like you get, yeah. you see like where it can manifest into like just mm. shit. Yeah. <laughs> but, but that's about the passion and work balance. Yeah. The love work balance is like do you, if you love it so much that like you're doing it because you want to do it and sometimes you overlook it. Sometimes yeah. like you, if you focus too much on it at especially at this point mm -hmm. as work 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 and this 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 and like i should have done this and i should have done that you're gonna fall out of love with it real quick real quick so just maintaining that ah i didn't get it this time but i had a great conversation i learned exactly. a lot of things i 
spot, some great ideas that I can now apply. You're always gain something. Exactly. That's what that's a great like you're always gaining something. Even if you messed up or failed, you guess what you just gained? You probably gained the knowledge of not how to do you something. You learned a lesson, you learned how not to do yeah. it next time. Like there's Bro, a lot of things. That recently has changed whew, completely flipped like yeah. the mindset on things. That's the biggest thing is like I remember you talked about how you also want to be able to support your friends and everything. Also, while maintaining your own career at the same time, because it's what you love to do, yeah. but you have to make sure your physically and mental health is right. on point. Right. Um, like, is there, and this is my experience, Okay. is typically people who are aware of that or have that thought process, something happened to give them that thought process. <laughs> Does that make sense? Or yeah. they observed something that was close enough to them that it gave them that thought like it's either happened to them or was close enough to be like yep. felt the effects of it. Oh yeah. So uh, like was that I mean you don't have to get into the details. No, of no, that, but like I mean but like definitely I I have overworked myself before mm. to where I'm just a uh someone who you don't want to be around yeah. after that point. I worked myself into exhaustion. I've worked myself into dangerous situations like I said like falling asleep on the road mm. like horror story i would stay pulling all nighter work with Jalen, all of these things then drove three hours to a wedding i almost crashed like on side of ain't nobody know that like i swerved oh. off and like in a construction zone oh so i learned real quick like okay i have to watch out for me and i can't just work myself down and work myself mm-hmm. down and instances like that on top of that being a more reserved person mm-hmm. like we talked about earlier my social battery only goes so far before I start altering myself mentally and emotionally. Start doing things that aren't you. Yeah. Yeah. And trying to keep up with that pace. That's not my speed. Yeah. And running around with people that are a little more extroverted and a little more out there, I have to balance and kind of pick and choose those little Their battery is getting recharged as yes. the night's going on. Yeah. yeah. And when I don't give it time to recharge, then I become a mess internally Mm -hmm. and I can't perform. I can't be the best friend or brother or son or colleague that I need to be Mm -hmm. to help all of these other people in my life and for them to help me. You have siblings? I have a younger brother. Okay. okay. So I'm the oldest. So I like, I I feel you on that. Yeah. And so I have to kind of pick and choose those things. It's like Saturday night. We had a guest DJ in town, a couple friends playing around places I, or Friday night, excuse me, yeah. Mm. So I did an event. I was super hot, super exhausted. I popped out, saw one DJ for about 15 minutes, said hi, checked in. Went saw another one for about 15, 20 minutes, said what's up, checked in, and I went home because I was like, I want to stay out and support them. I do, but I just don't have it in my self right now. I didn't Mm -hmm. have the energy. I didn't have the mental space to... Mentally, you were not going to be I there. I was not checked yeah. in. And so I was like, let me just go home. I was in bed by like 1230. Yes. Yeah. And I got out at like 1145. So I literally just popped in, popped out. In and out. In and out. And it was just more so making sure that they were good and everything was accommodated. Yeah, because you truly care. It's like, you, yeah. you're going to like, I'm going to at least get that done. Right. Yeah. I'm going to check in and make sure everything's cool. Yeah. But for myself, and I knew that I had a big event the next day. I needed to get that rest. Mm-hmm. I needed that time for myself to just kind of. So that you're on point the next day. Yeah. Yeah. And so that you can be on top of the game. And it's picking and choosing. And it's, you know, people are like, oh, I wish I could come out more. I wish I could do this. Or even the ones that do show up and support, they're like, oh, I wanted to make it last night. I couldn't. I was like, don't feel so bad. This is a public statement to everybody we mm-hmm. love when you come out and support. But we also do this every single weekend. So <laughs> I can't expect you to be out eight nine ten times out of the month yeah and come hang because that's a lot it's a lot for us and we're on the other side of it so that's why i'm genuinely just always appreciative that even one person shows up yeah it's like same thing like the terrence conversation i'm like i genuinely appreciate that because you didn't have to be here and a lot of people don't and so i don't take it the wrong way when Mm -hmm. people aren't able to make it they're like oh i'm i'm staying in and i'm tired or all this and that because we do it so often that we're in all of these spaces all the time but and people are afraid to say why they didn't come right. in last. Like they, they you didn't come last that. week because you just weren't feeling it, bro. Yeah, and there's you're not wrong. You no. can just tell me that. Like I've, I've that is my new habit. If someone's like, no, why didn't you? I was like, honestly, just wasn't feeling it. I got time and I just wasn't feeling it, yeah. so I decided to not go. Absolutely. And they're always shocked. They just look at me like, because yeah. it's did like you can't because you can't argue. It's just like, oh, you just didn't feel like, yeah, just 
didn't feel like it because that's what was best for you. Yeah. And so, in a in a world that we're living in and it, everything is so fast paced and mm-hmm. everything's moving in the direction that it's moving, it's like you have to have that time for yourself. You've got to make those conscious decisions of like, don't try to keep up with somebody else's race. You know. Yeah. It's not. It's not a competition. It's, not it's a truly competition. not. And it's also not even a race. Right. It's, yeah. It's like, like it's it's you. You don't have to do anything you don't feel compelled to do. You don't. In really. your own time. And so that's why when people show up, I'm like, man, I'm truly grateful for y'all pulling yeah. up and doing your thing. When they don't, I'm like, it's cool. I know that there's a variety of reasons I can't expect me to be at the top of their list every single time. Yeah. So I, that's where I think just having the genuine appreciation comes from. And that's why we made the connections that we made and built the relationships that we built with people. Because yeah. we're conscious of that. All of us are. We know Sometimes there's going to be nobody that we know there. Sometimes yeah. they're going to roll in 30 deep. <laughs> so <laughs> you just take it for what it is and you appreciate the, the people that are supporting town. the vision. Exactly. Yeah. That's, see, that's that's like I think that's a distinct thing to like point out is is you got people that are actively. Like they feel bad for not showing up to something like, oh, I didn't support you. Mm-hmm. I didn't support you. But I think some people sometimes support because they want they want the appreciation of supporting right from that person. Yeah, they want the acknowledgement of support. Yeah. Um, I think that's why things like Twitch is so popular mm-hmm. and like, like live streaming has become so popular yeah. is because I can donate, I can donate five bucks to somebody. He'll see my message and thank me yeah. and everybody else is going to see him. Thank me. Right. So like, I'm not saying like that's the case for everybody, but I think it does fuel some people Yeah, is why they feel so bad. Right. Because that appreciation of like a dopamine fix for them. Yeah. Um, which I think I was re- like, I, I, I research a lot of this yeah. stuff. Like I'll just, I just, I get bored, <laughs> but, and, but they talk about like how dopamine, like things like receiving gratitude and appreciation is almost like taking drugs for a little bit. Like it has the same, I, it's firing off the same needles. I could see it. I think it does that for people that it, they get fixated on that feeling of. So that's why they feel so bad. Cause it's almost like a withdrawal. It's like, right. Oh, I didn't get it last. Oh, yeah. it sucks. So yeah, and I hate that because yeah. it's like it's such a slippery slope. Yeah, and I can see where people do that, but I think most people genuinely just. Oh yeah, I'm not yeah. saying yeah. I'm just talking about but like. No, it's possible. Like yeah, yeah. Some people do have like kind of that fixation, and it does. I think scientifically give you that rush of that, that satisfaction. Yeah. Like oh yeah, I'm appreciated because the person knows that they're appreciated, exactly. and I feel good about them knowing that. I mean, I think that's kind of ties into the empathy of human nature and stuff. But no, I. From my perspective, I see who like genuinely cares, and then I see people who don't genuinely care. Yeah, they they do their thing, and so. But ninety. So those ones, those ones confuse me. Yeah. Why even speak, man? Like, like if it, you really don't even care, like why are you even like? Yeah. Because if you don't care, you don't care to be mean. You don't care to be nice. Like, why are you doing it? Right. It's I always give people the benefit of the doubt. Like, you know what? Maybe. They just don't communicate themselves well, and maybe it's That's a good point. Uh, this other thought. Maybe they're having a bad day, but they still showed up, and they just kind of they they, they don't have that boundary I of like, oh, I should have. Yeah, like I. So I always give people the benefit of the doubt because I'm like, you never know what somebody's going through, and so you know there are people that we've yeah had business relationships with and have fallen out of business relationships with, and so when we see them outside later on, yeah. it's a little little different but at the same time you can't time is too short to be mad or holding it's already it's already happened at this point so you either get over it or continue to be mad about it and that that second one just seems weird so exactly um like i had a beef with my cousin and like i've already explained the beef it'd be like i would still be mad i'm like but at a certain point it was like right it happened like a year and a half ago it's like what yeah so we shared a text there's a text message history we're just like hey bro i'm sorry Hey, I'm sorry too, bro. I said things I regretted. I was like, I that I don't mean they're not true. Yeah. Shit like, shit like that. Like, but like it was a man to man conversation. Just like, and that's when it's like a lot of stuff clears. Like that's th- that is what when people say let's have a man to man conversation. That's literally what they're describing. Yeah. Is that's what people don't understand is like, mm, start having that conversation with yourself. Yeah. Like start setting the boundaries. Like okay, my social butter. It's I'm done. Right. I that's don't need to go to this thing just to go to this thing. Right. To go. Just go be sour. Yeah, like it's not like what would you do it for? Right. Like so like take care of yourself cuz exactly. you'd mentioned something that hit home for me being a brother is when I was going through like mentally like I'm I try to be open about this as much yeah, as possible absolutely. like when I was going through like my funk 
and it was funny like the timing of like meeting Jalen and all of you guys like yeah. was me not coming out of it but like me starting to check myself more like hey no I'm capable of this I'm cap-, like in the mm-hmm. meeting you guys like it was almost like a like okay the self talk is important like I gotta yeah. start taking care of myself because then that the rest of the it'll all fall in place Super started important. meeting people that like are also creative you get like it all started falling into it place it starts that working when you start taking care of yourself yeah. because then you're more clear on your right. actions and your decisions and what you want to do. Like My brother, and uh, you'll probably meet him. I don't know if he'll wake up or not, but eventually someday you will yeah. meet him. Um, we sat here. We were just talking. We were smoking, and he was talking about, like, bro, like, you haven't been a big brother. Wow. That's that's a tough-ass pill that's to swallow. That's a tough thing. That's yeah. a tough-ass thing to hear, right? Like, without, like, the old me, I know for a fact, would have reacted in anger, like, okay, we're fighting now. Yeah. You want to be disrespectful, let's fight. You know, but then I just, I kind of shook my head, and I was just like, damn, that's true. So I come from a household of, you know, three boys, my dad and my mom. So mm. she's the only only woman in the entire house. Yeah. So, and I'm the oldest brother, and it was always kind of like, I didn't really, I always kind of describe it as I didn't have anyone to look at. is because I grew up in a foreign household, so, like, a lot of my parents, like, they're learning English. They're, right. like, my dad's working 80 hours a week, my mom's working it, like, pay the bills, like, get it done. Yeah. Right? Immigrants, like, it's a lot of moving parts. Right. So a lot of the times it's like, oh, I'm the older brother, here's my two brothers. We're in the house. Let's, let's go eat. You yeah. know, like, let's make something to eat. Like, so scrambled eggs and bacon is, like, our go-to. Yeah. You open that fridge, there's four packs of bacon and the whole thing of eggs. Like, to this day, that's just how we eat. Right. And um, and he told me that, and I was just like, it hit home. with was like, you know, being a big brother. And I was like, I got to start taking care of myself. Because mm-hmm. I can't be a big brother. I can't be, like, a good son. I can't be a good friend. All of that. Yeah. So, things like that. Brad, Jamal, Jamal, Brad. What's up, man? Nice to meet you. <laughs> <laughs> But, yeah, no, like, when he said that, like, it hit home for me. I was just like, okay, boom. And that's, like, I started going to therapy. It's like, I started addressing shit. I started addressing everything. I was just like, okay, I need to be the best version of myself because I can't love nobody properly. I can't care for nobody properly. I can't do what I want properly. So once I started doing that's when I was, like, the podcast started, like, I was, like, dreaming about it. Ideas started rolling. And then I was just like, okay, this, that's, it's like, I don't know if you read The Alchemist or not yet. Yes, I have. Um, But that was, like, that's an omen. Like, I think this is what I'm meant to be doing. And then I met. Then I mentioned the fact that I read The Alchemist to Jalen, who I'd never mentioned it to before, and he has a tatted on his arm. Yeah. So it's like – it's He put me on game to that. Yeah, and it's just like one of those things where, like, that's crazy. Like, that's that's not the universe screaming at me. I don't know what is. Man, and you got to really – what I've learned is to dive into those signs. Like, if you see it – I'm head first. I'm straight into it. I don't even ask any more questions anymore. Yeah. The second something pops up, I was just like, okay, that's all the reassurance I needed. I was like, all right, bet. Like, it's down to the simplest thing. Like, if, I'm, if I have an idea of something and the, the time's 11 11, I'm like, all right, that's a good idea. Write it down. Keep it. There it is. There's all these universal signs that pop huh. up. It's like, it lets you know what you're doing and the direction that you're going is working. And, it, you know, it's reassuring. On that. Absolutely. And people need reassurance. So I think change your perspective and realize you don't need uh, a Brad or a Jalen or an Nadal yeah. to give you the reassurance. Like, don't get me wrong. Those are the people who are going to most likely still give you the reassurance whether you ask for it or not. Right. But don't be dependent on it. Right. Be dependent on yourself to say, like, no, nah, I got this shit, bro. Yeah. I and know sometimes I it's hard. And so you do need that, that yeah. helping hand to get you out of it. But I think the battle every day is one thing I love is, like, just be a better person than you were yesterday oh for yeah. yourself and for everybody else. You know, if you took care of yourself yesterday, take care of yourself in a different way today. But, like, productive or talk to these people or do these things yeah like just try to make the world a better place every day and that includes yourself so yeah that, like you said you can be the best version of you to go be the best brother be the best worker be the best partner and you'll find you peace are. that way that's where you'll find 100%. peace you won't find happiness you'll find peace yeah that, that's 100%. the thing i was like happiness is like temporary right like hearing that like saying like oh happiness is temporary angry it's like once you compare happiness to being angry like oh i've been angry and then i wasn't angry yeah. Cool, which means you can be happy, and then you just won't be happy. Yeah. So it, it comes and it goes. Everything comes so like, in waves. So, like, I think you have to look for peace, and the peace comes with a situation that would make me unhappy. I now know how to deal with it. Yeah. So, yes, it might make me feel some type of way for a little bit, but I know how to not bring myself out of it, but I know how to, okay, allow myself to feel it and move on. Yeah. And so we're like, humans. Like, it's what's like, for example, like creating content, would you say, like, it's almost chaotic, but you have to put yourself in the chaos to be that in the absence of the chaos. Does that make sense? Yeah. For me personally, creating content is such a daunting task. Yeah. I 
I'm not a fan of it. Well, okay, I take this back. I am a fan of making it art that is seen as content. Okay, okay. So the pictures, the videos, the animations, whatever. Yeah. I love doing that type of stuff. But I don't like putting it out because of the tie that it becomes mm-hmm. to putting it out. It's like I have to make content for my brand because my brand is my business. It's so dependent on you making yeah, content. I've got to put out pictures and flyers and schedules and all sorts of stuff like that. And I'm also the type of person where I like to keep a lot of art for myself just because I know how expressive it means or it is. This wasn't necessarily meant for content. This was meant like I just needed to get this out. Yes. So there's a lot of stuff that I do like that. But then when it in terms of content, I have to kind of condense it down. But I've found balances to do both of those things. Mm -hmm. So like I put out DJ mixes just randomly. Yeah. Do a one now. It's like summer sounds, whatever. Really, all it is is. A bunch of songs that I've found that I love to play that I don't get the opportunity to play in the venues that I play at right mm. now. And so there'll be an hour-long mix, and it's just, I'm like, oh, I found this. With no venue constraints. Track, no, no direction, no nothing. And yeah. it's just songs that I love and that I want to play. Or if I'm, like, working on a routine or I can try something. And if you listen to them, they, some of them are choppy. Some of them are messed up. But that's just, like, the raw. It's like a raw painting. Like, if you ah. just handed somebody paint and said, Go, go for whatever's it. on your mind and framed it. That's and framed it. That's exactly what those mixes. Okay, are. okay. And see, I didn't know that going into it. Yeah. So that's gonna give me a whole other like. I'm gonna actually be listening to it, not differently, but like. Yeah. I'm like, oh, okay. This I like. All right. Yeah. I see where like he was. He definitely tried something right there. Right. There's yeah. no prep. There's no nothing. Like you'll hear these different transitions, and sometimes I'll slip up and all this stuff. I've made mixes where it's like they're pristine, they're perfect, they're right yeah. down to the quarter millisecond of an echo. Like I did yeah. exactly how I wanted to. These ones are like, I just got to get these off because if I don't, then I'm going to have all of this stuff bottled up. And in the places that I play, again, DJing is a job. The things that I want to play and listen to sometimes, Mm -hmm. they don't fit that environment. And so I have to have a place to play them. Play them in my living room. Yeah. Let it go. I record it as a mix. And that's a piece of content because I don't like, again, the connotation of making content. I, I, like you're saying, yeah. I like to make art and then put it out as content. You're not, you don't go home and sit down. I don't strategize my content. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you're just like, you know, I woke up Saturday, I'm feeling it. Let's yeah. just go make some shit for the right. next two hours, see what happens. Yeah. See, I, I actually like, prefer, like, it's almost, that's why I was talking about, like, that, I guess that's kind of like what I was describing with the, like, we live in a world of chaos. In mm-hmm. order to find that peace creating your content, you have to insert yourself into the chaos. Yeah. And then that's when you're like, so basically being in the chaos is then the absence of the chaos. Yep. Because you can start like, oh, I just need that. I just need this. I don't thing even need I the other need, shit. Like I just like literally need this one thing. It's yeah. like, I just need a little bit of this and I need a little bit of that. And yeah, that's that's how I view it. It's like when I look at content, especially for myself as someone who doesn't post a lot of content, I want it to be significant to what content on my platform is supposed to be used for. Like, yeah. somebody like Jalen, their content is very expressive. It's all over the place. It's yeah. like all of his thoughts all the time. Yeah. And then someone like me, it's real more precise because I'm not a real vocal person. So yeah. I don't say a lot of things. Do you so find yourself wanting to be more like that or no? Yes and no. I think yes for the parts of my life that I feel like will be developing as time goes on my career my relationships and things like that yeah but at the same time i think it's just by nature that i'm more reserved mm-hmm. and not something like i'm a i'm a listener so i always want to listen to what everybody has to say what's going on i'm people watching i'm just analyzing all yeah. these things so for me it's more so let other people have their voice let other people speak because sometimes that's what i've learned the world needs is just people listening. Oh. Just people there to... Just a voice. Yeah, just a voice. Just somebody to talk to. That's what to. the pandemic for sure proved. Exactly. They definitely pointed that out. And so, for me, I'm like, yeah, sometimes I wish I was more vocal and more social for other things, but at the same time, I'm like, like we talked about, for me to be the best version of me, I need more time than maybe other people do yeah. to myself and a little more reserved. But In order to get back to where... Yeah. Or wherever you feel is comfortable. Right. Yeah. And it's the same thing with content. If you... 
force me to push out content and content and content. Well, there'd be less content coming out. Exactly. Yeah. And it's like stuff that I'm not satisfied with. And it's bad for your mental health. Like, I'm sure that probably puts you, like, I don't want to say, I don't want to, like, make you depressed, but, like, I'm sure it, like. No, like. It gets, uh, like, makes you feel like, damn. It makes you feel less worthy of your own content. Right. And it's super draining. And, but that's for me. You know, yeah. There's other people that, like, I love everything that I put out, and I put out 47 things a day, and I encourage those people to keep doing that. Like, if that's what fuels you, if that's what you love, if Larry you love June, showing man. that, yeah. He's like, a great prime example of that. Man, the dude busts out, like, what, seven albums a week? Yeah. <laughs> At least it feels like nuts. that. But, yeah, no, like, yeah. and then there'd be, like, like not real five-track albums either. No, it'd be long, like 12 track 12, albums, yeah, every, full like, albums. Every quarter of the year, I'm like, man, this dude is working. But, yeah. like, some people like that. But that's just that's probably how his mind. He's literally exactly. just constantly thinking of stuff, and right. he's just constantly writing it. Yeah, and so. a lot of people in our circle, they have that. They just have those thoughts, and they just rattle yeah. them off and rattle them off. And that's their content, and that's what they love to do. And I know what content does in terms of business. You know, you want to pump up the numbers, you want to do that if that's the route you're going down. Yeah. For me, I would sacrifice myself personally for the brand that I'm building mm-hmm. if I did that, and so. I don't want then you to lose your brand at that point. Yeah. I, like, or at least I lose the love. Yeah. Which at that point, it's just like, ah, let's just sell it. it. I don't even want it anymore. It's just a job and it's just repetitive. I'm yeah. like, I never want to lose the love for whatever I'm doing. If it's DJing, if it's photography, if it's whatever, like I don't want to lose love for it. Cause I've lost the love for DJing back in the past. And it was like a rough situation yeah. working with this company, yada, yada. And so I had no intention of getting back into DJing until I met Jalen and we started working together, and then oh, so you were the person that maybe said, no, "Okay, this isn't for me anymore." Yeah, hundred percent. And Jalen was, was like, "No, no, no, well, it is for you." Yes, and he did it indirectly without telling me. So Jalen and I met in 2019, and I was his photographer and videographer for the full year mm-hmm. before I ever touched a set of DJ decks again. I DJed when I got like my senior year of high school, a couple years after that, for when I was in college. Worked with this company, super burned me out, hated it, hated everything about DJing after that because it was just like this wedding DJ yeah. concept. And so I hung out with Jalen all through 2019 and watching him play and watching the crowd reaction and listening to the music and having all the creative mm-hmm. thoughts and ideas is what made me want to get back into it. Yeah. And so there's that's why I tell people, like, try stuff and then you can always come back to it if you fall yeah, out of love absolutely. with it. Like, you never know what you're going to get yourself into and so working with Jalen showed me the love that I have for DJing was still there I just had to reframe it and once I did that and I started playing playing things I like playing in places that I like playing working with people that I got along with changed my whole perspective on the game yeah so but I always keep that in mind when it's like don't lose the love for so the that's game. your checks and balances exactly. that's like your core checks and balance memory like right. no no You've already had this thought yeah. before, and this is what happened. Yeah. So you already know what's going to happen. So control yourself and control your brand and keep everything balanced and aligned with where you want to go and what your direction mm-hmm. is and be the b- so you can be the best version of it. So you can go and thrive and play all these venues and do these things and yeah. keep building your career. But it's all about that balance. And I think circling back just to tie it all back into content, if I overdo it at that point, to me personally, now this doesn't work for everybody, but for me, I have to be selective or else I lose the love of the game. I'm real susceptible to burnout. So, so that you're aware of it. That's yeah. smart. I think that's the biggest thing is you're aware that if you took the time to learn yourself enough to or observe yourself enough, because yeah. I think everyone knows themselves, but like right. they have to go back and like I said, let go of whatever version of themselves they're trying to maintain. Right. But yeah, like you, you're aware of it. And you're like, okay. I have to be very selective so that I don't have this result because I know that I know where this path is going to take me and it's not worth it. Yeah, yeah I can respect that. Yeah, and so that's why I mean, even as tight as me and Jalen are, and the conversations that we have, we have different ways of approaching our careers. That's yeah, why his goes in the direction that it goes, and mine goes in the direction that it goes. Yeah, because he is building what he's building, I'm building what I'm building, and we're working together and collaborating yeah. on a lot of things. Lighters are the best. But yeah. it's, yeah, I mean, and that's just being aware of yourself and being aware of what you want to do 
and yeah, your best way to go about it. Yeah, I like that. Like that's honestly probably the best stopping point right there, man. Yeah, I appreciate absolutely. you coming through. Absolutely, I appreciate it. Definitely have you come through again. Oh yeah, for sure, man. And then Jody won't attack you. She'll be used to you at that point. Oh, uh, she's chilling, <laughs> man. This is this is super dope. I had a good time. I'm, oh, yeah. I've never done anything like this, so. Oh, cool. Well, well I appreciate tight. that. You know, this is the first place you did it, man. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Like, I'm still learning it. It'll find its voice. 100%. <laughs> I, I was watching Ghostbusters last night, and the, there's a kid who has, a like, a haunting ghost story thing. Yeah. And one of the old school Ghostbusters listens to his podcast. And early in the movie, he's like, yeah, I really found my voice in my podcast, episode 47. And then, like, an hour later in the movie, the guy is like, you listen to my podcast? He's like, yeah, every day. You're my one listener? <laughs> He's like, yeah, you really found your voice, episode 47. That's what I said. <laughs> it was just – that's that right there, yeah, by the way, like is a great – that was what I was talking about in terms yeah. of, like, I would have said that out loud. I was like, oh, that's funny. Yeah, I like that they did good. that. Like, there's no reason to tie that in, but they did it anyway. Yeah. And it kind of – but it gave the character, like, an instant connection. Right. Instant connection. That's why you need that yeah. that commentary. That's what I'm telling you. Your idea is genius. Like, oh, yeah. I'm ready for it, man. I'm lit. I'll be for it. <laughs> <laughs> but – Appreciate you stopping by, man. Absolutely, man. Go ahead and end this real quick.